Danny Wright. We are Color Scheme. The most dynamic mother and son pair. Talking on topics like entrepreneurship, personal development, being your personal best, navigating corporate America, you name it. We got you. So join us, listen to these episodes. We got something for everybody. This is the best podcast out. If you listen to it, you will win. Game. Boom, we're back. End of the yeah. year. Holiday season. New year coming. I yeah. think I think we gotta do a year in review. Yeah, we, gotta do a year we review. do, we do. We're at the end of 2020. So we are, where should but, we start? But like personal perspective. Yeah, yeah. Where to start? Well, I can tell you, 2020 started out rough for me. So at the beginning of the year, I took a trip, went to Prague, you remember? Went to Prague, the very, very beginning of the year, came back super ill. So you super had, ill. So you had the COVID, the COVID virus before it was even I think a thing. so. I think so, because it was crazy about it is when I came back, I literally got sick the next day. And I went to the doctors um, probably the day after that. Mm-hmm. And they started running all these tests. But this is before people were testing for corona. So there was no coronavirus testing happening. And it wasn't even, I don't even know if it was widely publicized, bless you, in the U.S. yet. So I literally ran, I mean, the doctors were running all these tests. Like for weeks. I it was, was the same, it was the same for me. Weeks. I was sick too. No, but I was sick in a different way. So you were sick, but I was sick. Like I had a lot of gastrointestinal stuff. You were having like a, a whole different, we weren't having the same kind of symptoms. It's weird because it's like everyone's had different symptoms. I was watching, I was watching The Good Doctor earlier and I saw how their COVID episode and how it continuously uh, progressed in everyone yeah. and like more and more symptoms kept yep. becoming, you know, apparent for different people. Yeah, because a lot of people now are having gastrointestinal things going on. Really? It's their first signs of symptoms. But remember in January, February, March, when we, when everybody was talking about um, Corona, it was all about respiratory conditions. And so I wasn't having a lot of respiratory stuff at all. I was having all this other stuff. So I was literally going back and forth to the doctor's office. So you were broken. So I was broken. I was pretty sick. (laughs) I was pretty sick in the beginning of the year. So all my plans changed. So everything that I wanted to do and everything that I was thinking about doing at the beginning of 2020, I was knocked out. I was out for the count for a couple of months. So that's how 2020 started for me immediately. So, and you got sick in what, February? February. So, but you were still. I got a bunch of blood work. I got. Yeah. A, I had a sleep study. I was just tired. You did a bunch of stuff. You, yeah, you were having exhaustion. So I was having that too. But when I was having the exhaustion, um, the doctors kept telling me, "Well, it's related to all the dehydration." I was. I had a whole bunch of dehydration going on. So I was. I was extremely fatigued. So that's how 2020 started. I think for both of us, in different ways, we were sick. But um, I set out to have and do a lot of things. I had a lot of things I wanted to accomplish. One of the biggest goals I had for the year is I was going to have this wonderful blog and it was going to be popping at this point. I was going to have all these people that have read it and I had all these plans and I did everything that I needed to do. I know. So I purchased the blog. I set it up. I named it. I was excited about it. So my goal was to have this fully functioning cyber blog and I was really excited about it. But then once I got it all set up, I realized that I, every time I tried to write about cyber-related things, it wasn't that I have the knowledge, I have the expertise. So writing about cyber stuff is easy, but it would be like all this other, all these other things would be happening while I was writing. Like you need to talk about this, you need to talk about that, you need to talk about this. You need so to your talk mind about that. was scrambled. Yeah, and the, and the reason why I was scrambled is because I was trying to put everything that I wanted to say in a cyber box. 
So the blog was about cyber. The, the content was about cyber. It was this cyber box. And I realized, wait, there's so much more I have to say. I can't have this be just a cyber box. So, so did you enhance the blog and no. now it's booming so, and popping? No, no, no. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped. I stopped. I just put it on pause. I put it on pause and let it sit for a while. I let it simmer. So, you know, you turn the stove down. So I turned the stove down and I let it simmer for a little while. Mm. And then I went to some other stuff. So while I let it simmer, we had this idea about the podcast and we had, you know, all this, and we'll get to that, but all these, you know, juices are flowing and I'm thinking through all this stuff. And I said, you know what? My blog is going to be about business. It's going to be about cyber, professional development, business, all kinds of things that I talk about and write about. That's what the blog is going to be about. So have you turned it up and you've yep. been doing that? You've I been writing about business? published the articles yet. Oh, so it's still summary. It's, <laughs> I would say it starts off a little it's starting a little bit. Turn it from it's, low to like two. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So that's that's one of my goals for 2021. But that's just how it took shape, you know, throughout the year. So now it's ready. It's at least ready to go in my mind and ready to go um, in the ideas that I have. So I just need to start publishing content. So 2020 has been been a, been a very interesting year for me. When I I would say that when I turned 25, I was like, oh no, the world's on fire. I don't know what to do, right? And then I turned 26 and it was like, all right, I'm getting the hang of this thing. But like this year has really <clears throat> grounded me in becoming comfortable in my own skin, in my professional experience thus far, and in the attributes I have in relation to what I want to accomplish in my life and, and how to get there. And this year, I did so much. I was all over the place. It, it was yeah, like anywhere. the pandemic happened and well, it kicked off in like late March, mid-March, late March. Mm -hmm. And then it like took full force in April where everything was shut down. And in that moment, I was like, oh yeah, this is perfect. Isolation, everybody yeah. gonna be in their own That's home. exactly what you said. I can just mm -hmm. go in my little hermit shell and just work. And what I found in that was I wanted to accomplish everything and tackle the world. And so I didn't become more focused. I didn't become yeah. more yeah. narrow visioned. Instead, I was doing way too much. Everything at once. I tried to do way too much. And you know, one of the things that I've learned throughout this year is God has a plan for me. And the plan is for me to stick to the plan. Yeah, <laughs> like, because he gives it to you. To I've been telling you plan. that since you were young. Like you get, the thing about your life and I, and you know, I, I wish I could say the same for mine, maybe because I'm your, your mother, but I've always seen, this is, I can see the vision. You know, it's like, oh, I know what Daniel, this is what Daniel's supposed to do. Oh, Daniel needs to do this. Let me enroll him in this. Daniel needs to do that. So, so it's like, I could see it. It wasn't just me just picking stuff for you to do. It was like, oh, this is, yep. Let me put him here. Oh, yep. It was like, I got this clear vision and I'm not trying to, you know, make it that it's, it's, it's so clear that I wake up in the morning and I know exactly what to do. Some of it is, I, you know, I think that this is it. And so I go with it. And then as you gotten older and you're your own man in your own right and doing your own thing, I'm like, yeah, this, what are you doing? Cause I don't think that's it. I've told so many people that when you're super tired, and this is, this is going to be, obviously this is going to be a moment where people are like, oh, he's, he's arrogant or cocky, but whatever. <laughs> when you are so talented at everything you do, <laughs> And you're just good at everything, and maybe not, not maybe not so much just because it's, it's raw talent. A piece of it is raw talent, yeah. but like 
when you have the the again the aptitudes and the skills to learn yeah. and to commit to something and you and and you you have the ability to to retain information and get good at it very quickly it's hard if you aren't focused to to figure out what you want to do so for and you me you have that like me so for me, you have that like me. <laughs> every time i want to yeah. do something yeah. you know i'll like <laughs> i'll drop everything and start doing yeah. that maybe that's the aries in me yeah. well those people that like horoscopes yeah. but i'm just like all right, this is great. I'm going to do this. Right, and I dive right, into right. it and I spend a lot of time on it and I learn it. And then it's like, I'm like a kid that just sees you see another shiny, shiny, thing. shiny things yeah. just dangling in front of me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me try that. Yeah. And then I yeah. dive into that. Then I dive into the next thing. So this year, you know, I, I dove into so many things and, and it was so many lessons learned for me because one, I lost a bunch of money. Two, I lost a bunch of time. And three, I, I lost relationships that probably should have probably should have gone and yeah. you know i'm i don't want to say i'm thankful for the pandemic i'm not but i'm thankful for the for growth the that i've had yeah. across this year so some of the things i did you know at one point when the pandemic first started i got into selling masks mm-hmm. you know I, I was sourcing masks on alibaba i was sourcing masks through some of my friends that uh, do development and construction and some of their contacts over in China. Like I had all these mask connections. I was building a whole business model on masks. I even asked, a lot of people know this. I asked Frank at one point, I said, listen, I got these mayors because we, you know, we went to the mayor's conference, no bunch of mayors, no bunch of you know, uh, uh, political or governmental officials in different cities across the country. And a lot of those rural areas, a lot of rural areas didn't have as much access to masks and PPE mm-hmm. as like DC, uh, where we are like New York. And so I immediately, I called Frank, I was like, look, this is, this is social impact to its, to its fullest. I need you to ask somebody to give me a plane and I'm going to fly to China and I'm going to get a million masks <laughs> and bring them back. And I lied to you now, he was like, what, like, what, like, what makes you more qualified to do this than one of these government <laughs> agencies? Right. I was like, listen, I got the plug. I'm going to get the finance and I'll put it together this whole and plan. I got to do it. I had somebody that was going that was going to give me a loan and we were trying to figure out like what I was going to put down to get that loan to then get the mask to, to the resale to the government. So I spent so much time trying to get masks and I even to to prove my business model I even bought probably like $10,000 in masks myself and like was selling them to be like, "Look, it's a market. It's working." Right. Like, right. And all in all, it did not it did not work out the way I wanted it to. I mean, I made my money back for the mask that I sold, but in terms of like a, a, a large quantity, it, it didn't work out because of so many different things that I was doing. Like another thing, I, I got into options trading. I had a friend when, when the market, the market's been fluctuating so much this year. And yeah. when there's so much market fluctuation, you can capitalize on it uh, big time, you yeah. know, with, with options. And so one of my friends told me about options. She was like, look, put your money in this. She was like, I, their, their, um, their earnings report comes out tomorrow. I think they're going to boom. And I think I put my money in, I want to say it was Netflix. And I made like $1,500 in like 10, 20 minutes of like making that trade. Sold them. I was like, ooh, this is this great. Is great. <laughs> this is it. This and is you it. Kept going. I, 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 I was like, I committed every morning to reading, reading a couple articles and being like i'm gonna execute a couple of trades and then boom i'm gonna make a lot of money and mind you you know she said that she was making about sixteen thousand dollars a month or a week trading options because she had other people teaching so i was like oh i'm gonna do this 
So from the <laughs> from the masks to the options, I was all over the place. Mind you, I was also yeah. doing a bunch of work with Good. I was also thinking about how I could build my personal brand, how I could build a consulting firm. Ended up losing all of my investment money on options because I didn't know well, what I was funny doing. Is I remember when you called me and we were talking about the mask business, I was like, you know, at the at the time that you were even thinking about it, we were hearing publicly, you know, CDC, the health-based organizations were saying people don't need to wear masks. You know, it wasn't even a thing yet. Mm-hmm. It was like people don't need to wear masks. I was trying there's, to be on the forefront. There's no right. It was like there's no evidence that you know uh, wearing a mask is going to pre- you know be preventative in any way. And so you call me like I'm doing I'm doing masks. I'm like. Ugh. We, what are you doing? Like, there's there's no evidence that that's even going to work. Like, we're, we're not even going to be in a pandemic long. This is going to be a couple of months. Like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, there's no way this is going to be, this is going to globally shut us down for 2020. I mean, really, that's what I was thinking. And I was basing a lot of my thinking on what I was seeing and hearing in the news. So I'm thinking this is going to be a short wave. And, you know, of course, months later, we saw that that wasn't the, the truth. But, um, but, yeah, I think you had... Uh, foresight and and you were plan it was it was a good plan initially it just you know we tried we you know we try and we failed and then i also started a covid cleaning business yeah <laughs> yep. it was working was working a covid cleaning business with my dad where he had about five different sites across the city cleaning firehouses and um you know doing like emergency response cleaning so i was managing one of those sites for him Again, I was still doing what I was doing good. I was trying to do options in the morning. Trying <laughs> to I, sell masks. And I was also trying to, trying to sell stuff. masks. <laughs> so I was like, pandemic, ooh, this is when... Because what I, what I realized, and you know, I think I said this in the last episode, the history repeats itself. And when I've heard stories and have, have read people's bibliographies... Bibliographies? Yeah, bibliographies. <laughs> <laughs> Read these bibliographies about you know how they became rich or how they became successful. It's recessions and downturns in the right. market and 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 moments like this in history where, as we've seen, the wealth gap you know expands tremendously yeah. because of the opportunity that circumstances like this you know right. present. And so with that, I was like, well, I ain't gonna be on the lower end, lower end of the 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 wealth gap. Right. I will be on the upper end. I am on the lower end because. Money I lost, but, <laughs> this, but look, I learned a lot along the way. Well, I'll tell you what happened to me. So you know, so beginning of the year, like I said, I'm sick, I'm not feeling well, and at the time I was teaching two classes. I was traveling downtown to work every day, and you know, I'm sick. I can't. I'm you know low low functionality. I'm not really able to to manage like I want to. So I'm trying to reset and get myself well. At the same time, you know, March swings around. That's when everything started to, to shut down and close down. So my in-person classes that I had now turned into online classes. And my um, work situation where I was traveling and commuting every day is now home. So everything is now like home for me. And so that's great. So I'm thinking, wow, I'm going to be home. I don't have the travel time. I don't have the commute. I don't have that part of my day anymore. So I always had this plan to do a couple of ebooks and start actually publishing a few other books. So I've always had these books. I mean, you know, I have all these books in my head. That was another thing I did. I was so yeah, book. And, and your book. Okay, so I have your book, I have two of my own books, and I have about three eBooks that I'm planning to do. This I is, think that all I'm goes back done. to what I was saying with just having too much. Like, yeah, so I'm thinking I'm gonna get this done. So I have been trying to push this book out of you since what? Um, since like high school. 12th grade, maybe. Yeah. So I've been trying to get this book yeah. done. 
So I have a lot of good content. So I'm like, you know what? Give it all to me. I am going to finish this book. I haven't gotten I'm gonna a get topic this book since. together. I know we'll get back to that. So, right. so I'm like, you're taking too long. I'm gonna get this book done. So I commit all my time into getting your book done. And I'm trying to write my books and I'm managing these classes that are now online, which is not a big problem for me, but it's somewhat of a problem for the students. So the students are struggling a little bit with this transition. So all that's happening while I'm trying to get well. So I'm still sick. I'm still sick. I'm still trying to do all this stuff. And then I think at one point I just crashed. I stopped everything. I just completely stopped everything to try to get myself back together. Got myself back together. A couple months later, I got sick again. So I got a second round of the same thing that I had going on, but a, a little worse. So that was like the middle part of the year. So I had all this. So for me, 2020 has been um, up and down just from a health perspective. So one of the things that I realized, everything that we've been talking about on the show, everything that we've been talking about just in life about, um, you know, managing your life, pushing out your business, getting these, you know, if you have, if you want to be an entrepreneur, do it. So we all, we, we push this whole do it, do it, do it, get it done mentality. But you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. You have to make sure that you're sleeping. You have to make sure that you're eating. If it's the simple things like taking vitamins, you have to do it. So the same investment that you need to put into managing your life and your business and being great, you have to make sure that your health is intact. So the whole time that I'm trying to push all these things, get these books, I'm thinking I have all this time now that I'm home. I crashed. I crashed and burnt out. So I had so to, I had to a, reset. That's an, important, that's an important point because... What a lot of people don't realize is even when you're taking care of yourself, uh, you're exercising, you're eating well, balance is key. Because it's absolutely another key. thing that I did, I was doing my, my daily hit workouts that I started. So I was also like, I'm gonna build, I'm gonna build this fitness brand. And you were doing great. I had people watching you. You had uh, Instagram Live. I had a bunch of people watching. It was awesome. I was killing myself trying to do your workouts. Midday, (laughs) eleven o'clock. I was was doing hit workouts every day of the week. And and what you'll see, or at least what I what I saw, you know, you had all of these people that that do fitness workouts on was doing IG Live, but none of them was doing them every day. And I was like, that's how I captured my market. And for me, again, thinking about you know enhancing enhancing your your, your overall well being. Right. I was working out every day. Of course, you think if you're working out every day, that's good for you. But I was also burning myself out. I wasn't yeah, having. I are. wasn't taking enough time to rest. And so you know, yeah. a couple of weeks into working out every day, as I really started to build an audience and 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 almost hit my climax and my peak. I messed my back up yep. doing those workouts every yep. day, you know, and, so it, you had to stop. and it derailed me. Yep. You know, I had to go to you a neurologist, stop. started going to a chiropractor. My back is still messed up now. <laughs> it's not funny. You so, were trying so hard. You, you know, all you in all, so, so all in all, you know, the, I would say the three main lessons that I learned this year were one is super important to be focused. And, you know, we often hear that and. I've, I've definitely learned that over the course of you know, my, my professional career at this point, but it's one thing to know it, to learn it, to experience it. It's another thing to put it into practice. Right, right. And if you aren't putting it into practice and if you aren't intentional about being focused, it's not yeah, that's what out. I was going to say. It's really about being intentional. And you mentioned a minute, a couple of minutes ago, you said, you know, people might think this is arrogant or whatever when it came to, you know, you knowing your ability to retain information, to, to, to grab things quickly, to learn them quickly. I have that very same thing. So it's, I don't think it's arrogance. I think it's, it's, it's awareness and it's confidence for sure. 
But I think everybody has to to know what they're really, really good at. So if you know that you're sharp and you can read something, regurgitate information, uh, learn something fast and, and quickly apply it, that's your strength. That's your superpower. So that's what you have. That's what I have. That's one of the things that keeps us going. At the same time, you have to be very intentional about Things that are just everyday stuff, eating, sleeping, resting, like you have to, you have to factor that into all the other things that you're doing. So if you're, you're, you know, you're hustling, you're trying to get things done. You're trying to, to, to be an achiever. You're goal oriented. Do it, do all that stuff. But the same amount of effort and thinking and time that you put into that, you have to do that for like your self care and making sure that you're taking care of your mind, body, and soul because your mind can't keep going. Your body can't keep going if you don't give it what it needs yeah. to, to replenish your mind so that you can keep chasing those goals and those dreams. So um, that was something I had to remind myself of this year. And that's a perfect, sure. that's, a, that's a perfect point because one other example, you know, that I gave in one of our previous episodes is that success leaves clues. And another thing that I started doing this year was selling, <laughs> selling health products. Oh yeah. Did, Network did, marketing. You did a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and if there's, and if there's anything that I learned from that experience, um, you know, over the past, over the past few months is the the individuals that you know i looked up to in the network marketing industry you know specifically green Dulcie and, and um, natalie nicole who both sell uh, tlc the products i was selling they are hyper focused on selling and yeah. i remember specifically you know probably about a year ago a year and a half ago now when green was trying to get me to to join you know she was probably making about two thousand dollars a month you know at any point when I was in, uh, engaging with her this year, she was up to ten, fifteen thousand dollars a week, and that's all within a year. And I've noticed, and this is why it's so important for people to pay attention to other people around them yeah. that are successful. Don't just pay attention to everyone flexing. Don't just pay attention right. to the flights and right. the clothes right. and you know the cars. Yep. Actually, pay attention to the habits that they have to see if it aligns with the success right. they have. And that'll let you know if that, that success is authentic yeah. and if it's clear. Because again, one of the things that I noticed from them two specifically is they are very serious about their business. I've, I've watched Gareen's development you know, over the course of, uh, of her experience selling uh, these products. And her Instagram, her social media is very clear it's exactly <laughs> what she's selling, yeah. you know, and this isn't to, to knock anything they're, they're doing, you know, but even like during, you know, election time, you know, a couple weeks ago and, you know, the height of the protests, you know, I'm sure they were, they were with, they were with, you know, yeah. the protesters and, you know, people, uh, you know, out for get out to vote initiatives and solidarity, right. but they wasn't posting about that. Yeah, they were posting <laughs> they about They still posting about their stuff. Yeah. They still hosting yeah. their IG lives at eight o'clock every night. Right, you right. Know? And and that is what really, you know, was uh, I guess a light bulb moment for me this year. You know, probably it's more so around like September October. Yeah. When I was like, they are very they're on committed. It. They're on it to mm -hmm. their brand and what they're doing, and that's the type of tunnel vision that yeah. I need yeah. going into next year, you know? And another thing I learned this year was, or is, the importance of 
managing the people around you. You know, very often we, we, we run into people or we, we go into business with people or we have friends that, you know, often talk about uh, the, the energy that they let into their circle and the right. energy that they let into their lives. And that's cool. You know, it's, it's, it's cool to, to have people around you that talk about, you know, um, the people that let into their lives, the, you know, when people have negative energy or they have a negative aura or they always have a negative attitude mm-hmm. about keeping those things away. But one thing that I learned this year, it's super important to pay attention to the energy that you give out as well. Because the energy that I personally give out to other people has a reaction right. and has an effect on the energy they put towards right. me. Right. And so, you know, another key thing I learned this year is it's so important to manage, you know, the people you have around you, to manage the way you interact with those people and the yeah. way and, and pay attention to the way they interact with you because that affects your business. That affects your, your personal growth. That affects your attitude and, and how you feel and the things you do. Yeah. And it ultimately affects your ability to succeed and accomplish your goals. Yeah, it affects your time management too. And I think it, to, to add to that, it's important to be mindful of the, the giving that you're doing. So one thing I can say, and, and you know this, and other people that are close to me, I have friends, my good friend um, Liza, Kia, Carrie, my sister, Everybody knows this um, about me that, you know, somebody calls me, they need a mentor. I got it. You know, they call me, they need some coaching. I'm giving it. They call me, they need something. Now, it doesn't it doesn't mean that I'm completely stopping everything that I'm doing, but I'm always making time. And you also know, you also know how to cut them off. I do know working. how to cut them off. But at the same time, there are lots of people that have turned those behaviors into lucrative moments for them. Yeah. I do a lot of giving out things for free. I mean, a lot of it. And I'm not saying that I shouldn't be doing some of that, but there's a lot that I should be giving also that could have some monetary value for me. And so that was one of the things that I had to to really focus on this year. Like what kinds of things, because I think the, so the the free time that you give, I, I think you have to, it's almost like you have to document it in your mind. What am I doing, you know, for if, if I'm coaching for free, if I'm mentoring for free, if I'm just counseling for free, how does that add up to like resume building skills or business building skills? So it's almost like you have to put those tally marks down. How many people have you helped? And what's the value of people, that, right? Yeah, like, what's the value of It's almost of like it? having a billable rate yeah, for your free ex- time. Exactly. And understanding the value that's of those exactly hours. Right. That's exactly right. So that's what, I, that's what I've had to shift in my mind. It's not just about me just being giving because I care about people it's 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 more so that I that's a part of my brand that's a part of me um branding myself and and helping myself with my business so you know you know I've had a a a business that I've that I haven't put as much time and attention as I wanted to um even prior to this year so I have went LLC and one of the things that I worked really hard on this year was I need to have my website done. I need to have this website presence. So I was working really hard to get that done. I had this wonderful vision. So the first thing I needed to do was to really sit down and think about my creative vision. Like, what did I want this website? So what did I want it to look like? So I had to sit down and do that. I found the time to do that. I put all this time and energy into how I want my website to look. All I needed was somebody to do it. Got this recommendation from my son. Hey, get this guy. This guy is going to be great. I got this recommendation from you. He's going to be great. He's going to be great. My website is half done. My website is not finished. The parts that he did do <laughs> look really great. He, what so, he did do so, looked really great. So what he did 
looks great. He just he failed to deliver. So the plus in it. Are you it, gonna tag him in this? The, <laughs> are you gonna tag him in when we when we so, post this episode? You gonna tag I him? Should, in, so, he, so this moment. So tag him as failed to deliver because he is no longer with this dream team at all. So, but anyway, the point is, the point is, I finally sat down to carve out what I wanted it to look like. Um, I work with somebody to create the vision. It's almost there. It's not there. But this is about, you know, something I tried that I didn't get accomplished, but it's on my list of things to do for 2021. So that's carrying on. So, what? I know we still have time left in the year. I have other things I have going on. So I want to get this done this year, but it's not, it's not looking like. I'm going to accomplish it. I'm, I'm not going to put that pressure on myself because I'm telling you, I beat myself up already about what the way that the way not, that it looks about not getting your books done, about not. So I have other things done. I'm doing. I have other things that I'm. I have other goal setting activities for the end of this year. So that's on the list. It's on the list of things to do. But what, I have other stuff. Those, what are those activities? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So I just want to say. I just want to say the point is though. I put a lot of time into doing that that didn't work out. So I didn't get defeated by it. I actually started to um, attempt to design it myself. So I've done some learning so I could understand WordPress is not something that I, that I know. So I did some, you know, some reading and some knowledge building myself. So I, I might take a stab at it myself and see what I can do. So, because like you said, it's halfway there. But that's one of the things that was on it's my more list. more than halfway there. Hmm. Uh, 65%. <laughs> Maybe 65% to 70%. With a few tweaks, with a few tweaks, but that's something I need to accomplish. So, so what have you learned this year? This. I learned a lot this year. Like I said, prioritizing myself, um, making sure that I am in the best health possible. Because one of the things, the other things that I tried to do was I was trying to hang with you on exercising when I wasn't even all the way well. So I was like trying to... You got to sweat the virus out. Yeah, they don't tell you that? I was trying. I was killing myself. They, so, they're so, not telling you that but, on CNN. But, but one thing that happened, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not the out. only person that had this experience, you know, when the pandemic happened, it threw off a lot of the like doctor's appointments and things that I had. Um, even though I was going to the doctor for the sickness that I had, like I'm talking about annual checkups, going to the dentist, like all these different things. Mm-hmm. So I go to acupuncture religiously every single month so when the pandemic happened she shut down her office my doctors my you know practitioners and my primary care doctors everybody shut down their offices for a little while to try to reset and figure out you know what we were going to do so a lot of my doctors were offering like telehealth services they could i couldn't do anything with that like i needed to go in for certain services so as soon as i was able to get back into acupuncture and shout out to karen jackson williams acupuncturist doctor extraordinaire um when she's i was not like she's to, not like one of those karens that be on oh no she's no no she's a wonderful karen she's oh, not okay. she's not mean karen <laughs> she's not she's not that karen she's awesome so um when i was able to go back to seeing her i've been fantastic since but that was one thing that i had as a practice um every, like i said religiously every month that kept me stable but when the pandemic happened i wasn't able to do that so my health was um, impacted, you know, uh, pretty drastically. That's super important because one of the things that I would say has kept me going, and if I was to say, what's my scheme to life to like accomplishing my goals and you know to to really pushing forward and 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 having progress, it is finding power and routine. Yeah, and the pandemic. Absolutely flipped our worlds upside down. Yeah. But I bet if we did a survey at the end of this year that said, 
how many people, you know, accomplished their goals or felt like they had a successful year despite the pandemic. What are what and what are the things they did um, to make that happen? A part of that would be being able to handle and overcome adversity, right. and being able to figure out ways um, to 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 deal with what has happened. Because I know for me, you know, one of my friends showed me the CoStar app, and uh, so so it's like this horoscope app that tells you tells you about all your your um, your signs yeah and it gives you like daily affirmations and one of the things it says for me is power and routine <laughs> and when i don't when i don't have my routine right. it always throws me off right and the points in time this year where i had the most success or the least amount of stress it's with having a routine waking up at a certain time you know uh, executing on on certain goals that i have for myself each day whether that's writing reading exercising and the days i didn't do those things or you the know, time periods <clears throat> I didn't do those things. You know what's so funny about that is that is exactly how you were raised. So everything about you, you know, the your your day to day was always routine because when you didn't have it, so you know you were my wild child. So you were the wildest and the most unruliest when you didn't have your routine. You were like, ah, that was you, and you like Tasmanian devil the room. So when you had the routine, um, it helped settle your spirit and, and keep you consistently doing things and it's funny how like as an adult you figured that out on your own like I didn't say well Daniel this is how you, when you were a kid like oh you should do this you just figured it out yourself but that is that's what's helpful to you so one of the things that I've really been tapping into this year is I put a lot of time and effort and energy into making sure that you had the stuff that you needed and I realized that I haven't quite done the same thing for myself when it comes to routine and I mean I've had some so I've had some routine in my life and some things that have been consistent but I think this year with like I said being sick and not finishing projects and the inconsistency of just life I, I felt really scattered so I think probably around August is when I, I feel like I finally found my my groove again I finally got to to like get used to being home all the time and not you know physically going places and I got my online classes going. I started writing again. I started, you know, really figuring out this website thing, even though it's not done. But there's all these things I started um, putting in order and putting in a place where I can start thinking about what I need to do. One of the things I just did um, just in the past couple of months is, you know, I have been someone who's been working physically in an office for years. So I work from home in the evenings when I when I teach and things like that. But I realized as I was looking around at my home office, I was like, this has to change. This is the monotony of this room and this stuff not being set up. I don't even have the right colors. Like I need some purples and some grays in here. So I started like looking at my room going, this office is not conducive to the type of thinking and creativity that I need. So let me, I changed everything. It, it doesn't even look like it belongs in my house anymore because it's so different. But I had to do that. And I didn't just do that because we're home and we need a home office. I did that because my mind needed it. My mind needed um, to, to have a different working space. So in addition to that, I realized what else my mind needed was, was to um, clear out the clutter in my house. So I've started throwing things away. I've started organizing things in a different way. I've started really putting some some time and attention into what I'm seeing. So just like you talked about That's the crazy energy of a, the person. I keep talking about 
it's I, the energy around you too. I keep talking about transitioning <laughs> and evolving right. into this minimalist right. and throwing all my stuff away. And you keep being like, I can't throw my stuff away and I can't yep. get my clothes away. Yep. And I, I don't do. make any sense. Let me I tell need you an why. empty space it's just, with let me nothing. Tell you. I, mean, I just I need like a you. big desk. I promise you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. The and same, everything neat. Let me tell you why. So we're everybody, I don't know. I, we've had people that have been watching us for a little while now. So I don't know if you all know how, how close and tight we are. But... You know, he, he does a lot of resistance on camera, but he listens to me completely behind the scenes. So just like I was saying, when you were a kid, you needed like the structure and this discipline and it helped you be your best you. And you figured that out as an adult. I know you want to be a minimalist. And I think that that's great. I'm trying and, to be a monk. I want to get rich and then meditate. <laughs> it sounds good in your head. No, but let me tell you. Every day just. You need, mm, you need mm, some things around you. Mm, you know why? You know why I'm going to tell you. So part of your spirit and part of who you are is, you know, you, you are extrovert. So even though you like your quiet you time. So? Daniel, come on. Are you serious? You've always been an extrovert. Like forever. I saw the stand up and oh, boy. she was like, I'm, a, I'm an introvert. Can all my introverts raise their hand? And, and you, you put your hand out? But did you put was, your hand out? And she was like, see, y'all lying. Y'all not introverts. <laughs> That's, that's how I feel. Now, if it was a thing. This is what I think. I think that you, so you're, you're definitely an extrovert, but I think you, you need, think, you also need thinking time. I don't think it's so much that you need. So the difference between like an extrovert, so an introvert sometimes needs quiet time away from people because their energy sometimes is pulled by having so many people around. So they need to come back and get some reserves. Yours is not that you need to get by yourself to get reserves. You just need quiet time to think. Sometimes you just want to be productive and you need to be by yourself to be productive. That doesn't mean you're an introvert. Just because you want and enjoy your quiet time, your space, and the comforts of your space, does that mean you have introvert tendencies? You thrive around people just like you thrive around things. So I'm not saying don't get rid of all your stuff. Why are you trying to psychoanalyze me on camera? Because I'm your mother. Like, it's what I do. Come on, you know this. Isn't this about our relationship? You know this is what I do. Stop it. So <laughs> I do. Right. So you, I don't think you need to throw all your things away. But I think that if you have some things that you're not going to use. <laughs> Nathan's laughing at us. <laughs> things that you, that you don't want to use. I think you need to, they need to find a home. Yeah, they can donate. Well, that's not the same as. You need to get rid of everything. So if that's the lesson, a lot of stuff in if here. that's the lesson that you learned for 2020, you need to take it away because that's not the lesson. <laughs> that's not the lesson. If that's what you think you've gotten to, I don't think that's it. I think you need to go in your closets and figure out what you want to get rid of and and where it could be better served. Maybe. I think you need to look at it that way. But going back to one of the things you you, you had just said before that, before the meet throw everything away topic, you said it it, it took to August. Yeah, to it took routine. me a long time. It took me to probably September. Yeah. You know, like, again, when the pandemic first kicked off, I was doing so much that I didn't really have a routine. It was like a routine in my mind. But then, like, May, I started hitting my stride with my workouts and stuff. And then I went on that tour, you yeah. know, with, with, um, with, with Good, my company at the time. And that completely derailed, derailed right. all of the routine I had. My, my healthy eating. Yeah. Like, I've still been vegan up to that point. And then I went on tour. We was all in the South. Only eating barbecue and soul food every day. It was no, <laughs> it was no vegan. It was no right. vegan restaurants in the South. Right. And, you know, not having a regular routine because we were working all day, doing our purpose parties at night, waking up early. I had, wasn't exercising. Came back. 
caught COVID, had COVID for a couple of weeks, yeah. and just everything was disrupted. And it yeah. took me time to get back through. And one of the things, again, that I took away from this year is being able to make tough decisions. And, and you know, very often we have a feeling in our gut that says yeah. something is right, but we run away from it yep. for so long. Yep. And, you know, at this point, everyone knows that, you know, I've transitioned out of good. You know, the companies that I started when I, uh, when I graduated from college. And that was a decision I had to make this year. And it's, it's, been, it's been permeating on my mind probably for about two years. A lot of people right. don't know that. But, I, you know, I had talked to Darius and Troy back in 2018 about transitioning out. And it's taken two years for me to do that. Right. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, my, my, my comfort and understanding of my own abilities. Yeah. You know, two years ago, it was like, I know I'm great, but mm, how am I going to fare out in the real world, you know, trying to get a real job or starting a new company, like what credibility do I have only running this company for two years versus now it's been, you know, four and a half, five years and I I have resolved and my abilities. And, you know, if there's anything that I've learned this year, it is going with your gut and there is power in the other side of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And the things that scare you the most are typically the things that will push you, you know, to that second level of success or that second level of your 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 personal evolution. I think it's I think it was it's E. T. Thomas that, that says in one of his speeches, on the other side of uncertainty is glory. And, you know, that resonated with me so much this year because there's only ever been in my mind, what's next, what's next, what's next? I don't know what's next. I know all right. the things that I could do next or I could have done next, but none of that was certain. And, it, and right. it took me slowing down, thinking through my year as a whole, assessing all of those things that I tried that I didn't do well, looking at the things that I did do well and the, the moments in time throughout this year that I was at my strongest, which was you know, end of April to the end of May, September through the end of mid-September through mid-October. And then the past few weeks, you know, that have, that have really uh, energized my transition. Right. When I look at those moments this year compared to the moments that weren't strong enough, it became a no-brainer that it was time for me to, to move on. And that's no fault of, you know, Darius Troy or any of the things that we were doing with good. But at some point, when you notice things that can be better in your life and you know the factors in the environment that isn't contributing to that, then you have to make the hard decision to move on. And if there's anything I learned this year with all of the different social impact movements, all the protests, um, you know, so many businesses going, so many small businesses going out of business, old mom and pop shops, people getting sick from the pandemic, all the things that are going on with our, with our elections and, and in politics, you know, thinking about all those things and, and my innate, my innate desire to help people, but also my knowledge, my intellect, my, my access from a network standpoint, you know, I I felt like there's so much more I could be doing for the community and for, uh, what, what, Melissa Bradley, uh, you know, founder of 1863 Ventures, calls the new majority, 
there's so much more I could be doing for the new majority, for people of color, for women, yeah. for for individuals that have been disenfranchised, given all the things that I've done. And so it took me saying, okay, I'm going to take this leap of faith. And I told you, you know, when I first decided that I was going to transition, I was like, you know, I know I'm not, I'm not going to get a job. I'm not going to have any money coming in, but I'm going to live off my savings. I'm going to budget out six months where I'm going to really work on myself. Yep. I'm going to really build a routine. I'm going to find alignment with the things that I want to do with, with my skills and with, you know, the, the ways I want to help people. And I'm going to run towards that. And it's been one of the best decisions I've made, you know, at the end of this year, because I see all that's going to come to fruition. And that, that bit of uncertainty that was on the other side, once I stepped through a little bit, it was like puzzle pieces started dropping from the floor right. in front of me. Right. Like the big puzzle pieces, though. Yeah. And now that I'm all the way on this side and I'm maneuvering the pieces, the, the, the puzzle's coming together. The plan is coming together again. And so, you know, there's so many people at the end of this year that still doesn't know what's next for them. They don't know what 2021 looks for them, like what, what it looks like for them. You know, they, they have a lot of uncertainty in their lives. And the only thing that I would say to them is dig deep in your routine. Right. Making tough decisions is going to be scary, but you have to do it. And follow and pay attention to the people that are in a position that you want to be in, that have the life that you want, that are having the impact that you want. Yep. And run for it. So one of the things that I've been thinking about um, along the way that we've been having all these conversations is my business, my business, my business, when LLC. So I've been working really hard to... Even though you know the website is is still on simmer, but the the work of of what I've created has it's always on my mind. It's always on my mind. It's always on my mind. And so there's there's a number of different contracts I've been going after, uh, a number of um, opportunities I've been going after. And one of the things that I that I put a lot of time and effort into is uh, this diversity, equity, and inclusion survey. So that was a big deal for me to do because one of the things in, in all the research that I've done and all the conversations that I've had and with diversity being so so hot and big in the news over the past several months, you know, it's really been booming. Organizations are pushing really hard to try to improve their diversity programs. Um, you know, I, I realized that a lot of African-American and black people are not being asked, you know, what do, what do you need? You know, we want we have all this money for diversity and inclusion, but they're not asking the people that are that are impacted the most any questions about what needs to happen and what needs to change. It's like these organizational leaders are saying, we have money, we're going to hire, you know, we're going to hire, hire somebody to fix the problem and we're going to we're going to make it better. But you have to ask the people that are impacted so that they can have a voice to improve, you know, so, so that the organizations can actually improve and so they can benefit from those improvements. So I created this survey, I put the survey out there, I've gotten uh, just more input and participation than I even, you know, even, even thought initially, so I'm excited about it. So it's wrapping up. So one of the things that I have to do, must do this year, is I have to report out on the findings from that survey. So that's one of the things I'm gonna be spending a lot of time on um, and getting that out. So that's, that's something that is, is really important to me to do. And, and I've committed to doing that, of course, for the voices that, that need to be heard. And that's something I'm gonna make publicly available so that people can use it and see it and it can help organizations actually be better. And so that's something I'm doing under my company that 
I'm, I'm pushing really hard to, to get accomplished. So as we think about prioritizing our interests and prioritizing the things that are most important to us, and you talk a lot, you talked a lot about focus. We have to really, I don't think there's anything wrong with having multiple things that you want to work on and, and, and multiple work streams that you want to work on. But, you know, sometimes it can't be this big. Sometimes you, you need to center it in and maybe focus on those uh, one to three things that are relatable so that you can actually accomplish those goals. Because if you start out on, with 10, then you might have 10 unfinished products. So that's one thing that I, I definitely want to do. I have a number of things that I'm focused on that I want to finish and complete this year. And as we move into 2021, I really think we all need to think about, you know, we talked about this on a previous episode, some of those short term goals. You know, I don't think we should anybody should go into 2021 saying I want to get all this stuff done this year. I think you really need to focus on what you want to do in the next couple of months and then uh, update those goals as you as you go, because you don't want to do what happened to me. And I, and I know some of it was, you know, health based, but, you know, I, I stopped I stopped. I just stopped everything. I was like, this is nothing's working. <laughs> Nothing is moving. I have to just stop. And you don't want to be in a position where you have to do, just stop, maybe pause. But it is important to reset and, and refocus and get back up and figure out what you need to do. So one of the best cons uh, consultation sessions that I've had was with this amazing entrepreneur um, named Lisa Yancey. Uh, uh, her firm's Yancey Consulting Group, and they were hired for us by the Ford Foundation two years ago to revitalize our strategic plan and to think about how we can become, you know, more narrow and um, our ability to help the community and actually what it looks like to move families out of poverty. And I'll never forget, first day, Lisa had me, Darius, and Troy in this, in this conference room. We did a, a full-day session this first day. And she had us writing about all the things we want to do. It was like, um, you know, y'all have good partners. What do y'all want to do with good partners? Well, we want to do consulting, social impact consulting. We want to help businesses have impact in the community. Uh, good projects. We're going to move 500 families out of poverty over the next 10 years. Um, good fund. We, we started an investment fund. We was going to invest in, in uh, minority businesses. Uh, we were starting a podcast. We wanted to be stars. We were going to be in LA and, and acting and, and entertainment. She had us literally writing out all of these things we want, the amount of money we want, like all the impact we want to have, all the companies we want to help, how big our staff was going to be. This really big, 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 just day of dumping audacious dreams and goals, you know, in like the next five years. And I remember being heartbroken by the end of that because she was like, okay, now we're going to map out the time. How much time are you going to put into this, into this, into this? And we map out the, <laughs> out the time. And you saw it wasn't We mapped out the that. time yeah. we're going to have to put into each one of those things where to be successful. And then reversed it back from now into, to, to like the five-year goal that we had. Yep. And it was like, this ain't going to work. She was yep. like, so now that we got through all of this, let's erase all of this. Yep. <laughs> this is what we're going to do, right? Mm -hmm. And it's almost like that's what you have to do. Yeah. When you have, when you sit down, and that, this is why being very intentional about the way you assess your life and your goals um, is so important because you have to have a clear picture of where you want to be, what you want to experience, how you want to feel, and the time and energy it takes to get to that. Right. How much time, and you have to be realistic with yourself. You have to be real. Yep, you do. How much time do you need to sleep, realistically? 
How often are you going to work out if that's part of your routine? How much time are you going to give to friends? Mm-hmm. How much time are you going to give to family? And then how much time are you going to give to work? You got this much time to work. Right. And then how much time are you going to give to this project, that project, this initiative? Oh, let me factor in travel, <laughs> right? And let me factor in doctor's appointments and all these other things you want to do. Oh, let's yep. factor in vacation. And if you can't be real with yourself about the time it takes to accomplish your goals and the time you have to put into it, then you aren't going to be successful. Right. And again, thinking about this year as a whole, you know, I was, I don't want to say I was spread thin because I wasn't really spread thin, but I was chasing a lot. I was chasing a lot of things and I was not narrow-minded and focused. And it's taken literally this entire year of what I thought was going to be my most successful year yet, my most... You know, I think we uh, all did. My most profitable <laughs> year yet, right. despite of the pandemic, yeah. turned into the biggest year of lessons for yes. myself. Yep. But all that to say, all of these lessons are what's going to propel me next year. Yeah. In the coming in the coming weeks. Yeah. This end of the year, I'm, I'm very grateful that you know the last September, October, November were months where I just sought clarity. And I assessed my year, all the things that went wrong, all the money I lost. And, and I was okay with it, right? Because in order to be an entrepreneur, in order to be successful, you have to be willing to fail. Not only do you have to be willing to fail, even more so you have to be willing to get up. Yeah. Again and again and again, no matter yeah. how many times you get knocked down. Yeah. And I'm, I'm truly grateful that that's one of the aptitudes that I have. Because a lot of people can't fail and pick themselves up the next day. And I think over that's and applicable over and over and over to and over people that are in the workforce. So not just for entrepreneurs. There's a lot of people right now that are discouraged and feeling disheartened and feeling frustrated and trying to figure out what to do about these jobs that they hate and these jobs that they're uncomfortable in. And I think that day on Monday when that job sucks and you know that you're going back on Tuesday, you have to figure out how to pick yourself up yeah. and reset and make it a different day for you on Tuesday. So it's, it's, I think it's the same truism, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you work for a company, you have to figure out how to reset and how to make the next day better than it was before and how to, uh, if, it's, if it's a different set of goals that you need to establish or a different way that you need to work to make that a better day for you, then you have to figure that out too. So that's a part of being resilient and getting back up and and starting anew the next day. So I think there are a lot of valuable lessons that we've all learned (laughs) this year. You know, I I think that um, I saw something posted. um, I can't remember who what what page or who actually posted it, but it said something like, you know, you don't want to throw away the year that, that woke you up, the year that challenged you and pushed you so a lot of people are talking about you know cancel 2020 but i mean there's a lot of stuff that we learned from 2020 that will push us into 2021 better people so you you talked about gratitude so that's that's one thing that i focused on this year too so i always meditated but not consistently but this year i've consistently meditated and consistently trying consistently consistently tried to put myself in a place of thankfulness and and appreciation and practicing gratitude because we know so many people have died so many people have lost businesses there's been so much massive uh, hurt that have happened this year 
that it's it's really important to put yourself in a place of of recognizing the the blessings in it and it's been difficult to do but being intentional in that space yeah. too i think is rewarding for you inside one of the key things you mentioned was practicing practicing meditation and it's one thing you know i've i've throughout this episode i've talked about assessing my year and you know we've talked a lot about lessons learned but that isn't the end of the steps that one needs to take. After you assess and you learn, you then have to come up with actionable steps, right. or actionable solutions for what's next. And you know, even 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 after my assessments and my lessons learned, you know, I had to take that knowledge and say, okay, what are some things that I'm going to do differently next year, or that I'm or that I want to do next year to ensure that I don't trip up on those same mistakes and that also the environment around me is one that I don't necessarily have to manage too much or that isn't, um, you know, causing barriers or added barriers in my life, but it's one that enhances me. And so, you know, with that, when I think about, you know, some of the things that I've, that I've, you know, uh, created as options for myself next year, one of them is, you know, going deeper into isolation. And, and when I say going deeper into isolation, that isn't, oh, let me lock myself in the house, but understanding that I've lived in DC my entire life. I went to college here. I started my first two companies here and I've only ever lived here. You know, one of the things that I should consider for next year is actually moving. If, if in 2021, the pandemic is gonna persist for, you know, months, at least through the end of next year, then it's a good time for me to get away. It's a good time for me to take a step back remove myself, you know, from, from this environment and really dig deep into my routine, into, uh, my, my practices of, of meditation and, and exercise and working extremely hard on building out my company. And one last thing about that, you know, with the, the new year coming, so many people, you know, will create these new year resolutions and it's yeah. it's everyone knows that most people drop their new year's resolution right. after a couple of weeks or after a month yep. and one of the biggest ones is exercise and when i think about new year's resolutions the common mistake that's made with it is we often wait until january 1st of that year to say all right now i'm gonna start this and I see January 1st as the beginning of the season. You know, right. I play football my whole life. I'm a sports I'm an athlete. So the beginning of the season, you aren't going to just pull up game right. one, let me ball. Nah, before, before the, the first game of the season, before then. you're going to practice. Yeah. You're going to have yeah. two days. You're going to lift weights. You can create a training plan for yourself. And then once the season starts, boom, you're rolling into it. Wow. And, I'm, and I'm so glad you said you've been practicing meditation because if that was, if one of your New Year's resolutions is I'm going to meditate every day or I'm going to meditate, you know, for, you know, three times a week, what have you, but you've been practicing before mm-hmm. January 1, you're in a much better position right. to succeed. Right. And one of the things that I've been trying to do with doing that, you know, those assessments in, in November of my life is in December, how can I build up, how have I been able to build up all of these different um, you know, uh, all of these different uh, things that I want to accomplish, you know, in terms of meditating, exercising, uh, having a, having a clear routine, 
working on certain assignments and, and projects a set amount of time a day and really establishing my non-negotiables. 2021 yeah. is going gonna, is gonna to be my year. And I hope, I really hope that people have watched these episodes to understand that we aren't anomalies. No. Anyone can, can put themselves in a position to succeed just like we're doing for ourselves next year. Yep. And if you can truly look in the mirror, which has been a common theme of this first season, if you can truly look in the mirror and be honest with yourself about what's holding you back in relation to self and external factors, right. about what you're good at and what positively contributes to your progression in life, and then make the difficult decisions to move towards those two things, then you'll be set. And do it now because we're home and we're still in a pandemic and we don't have as many distractions, whether they were our intentional distractions or not, we don't have, we don't have those because we, we have a lot of quiet time. You know, it's, it's some of us forced quiet time. And so let's capitalize off of that. Let's capitalize on that, on that time and be focused. And one of the things that we're going to start doing in the very uh, near term. So we, of course, started this podcast in what? Summer? September? So we started the, the podcast this year. So we, we started it in the second half of the year. And, and from there, that, that was one of the things that we put our minds together to do. We've done it. We, we've had a number of episodes we're excited about. Um, but in addition to that, we have Behind the Scheme. So we have Behind the Scheme happening. So that's, that's going to be uh, another way for us to engage with all the, the great people that have been watching us and, and hearing us and listening to our content. Um, it's going to give us an opportunity to, to really find find out more about what's what's making other people tick because everybody's hearing from us you you know they're hearing sort of our secret sauce and what we've been doing and what what's kept us going this year but this gives us an opportunity to hear from other people so next year is going to be a super exciting year that was a good it's been a good season yeah it's been awesome i'm glad we did it you know and it was it, it was easy for you probably a little bit more difficult for me because you're you know, just it's just back to that introvert and extrovert conversation. You're like, camera, camera time, lights. I'm ready. And I'm like, oh, wait, camera, lights. Okay, let me let me wrap my head around us actually putting a lot, you know, all this content out. So we're here, we've been doing it. It's Job. been awesome. Good season wrap up. It's been a great season, babe. Great season. <laughs> Woo! We're done. We're done. Oh my goodness.